Now, at the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to be talking to a researcher uh, who looked into what is the most stressful video game in the world. Uh, anytime anybody's watched kids uh, play video games, they get very much into it, uh, very focused, and they just fall into this amazing world because, well, the graphics are so good, the, the music is great, the video games just take you into a different world. But we got to talking uh, uh, earlier uh, before the show went to air about playing video games going up and whether or not you were disciplined and uh, when you did play. So joining me now is, of course, uh, John Jang, our show contributor, Ryan Lee Hall, our technical producer, and Stephen Chang, our producer. John, Ryan, Stephen, welcome. Thanks, Jazz. Hello. So, uh, hello. Uh, hello. I feel a bit odd because uh, I Good. played video games uh, in the 1980s uh, on something called the Commodore 64, and I think a Gen Xers out there would understand what I'm talking about in Baby Boomers, but uh, I'm not sure. Do, do any of you guys know what a Commodore 64 computer is? Have you, of um, course. You yeah, do? It's, it's, no. it's more vintage and retro these days, but it's, uh, it's, it's quite the legendary console. I thought so, too, but the, the graphics were wonderful when I was growing up, but uh, perhaps you guys would look down on it. But let me, let me start with you, John. Uh, how much uh, did video games play a role when you were growing up for you? No, quite a lot, quite a lot. Uh, I remember when I was young, my grandmother, she was visiting from Korea, and for Christmas bought me and my sister a uh, Nintendo 64, which Ooh. I thought was, was great, and that was such a huge gift for me. Uh, our family didn't have a ton of money when we came here, so that was really just a super great gift for me to just sort of sit in front of the TV and play a little bit of Mario 64 jazz. And growing up, you know, like always enjoyed a little bit of uh, the video games. Uh, I mean, there's just so much more nowadays with the games on your phone and, and all these little handheld consoles that are available now. But to me, there was nothing better than having a group of friends come over, split screen, golden eye, you know, like that was <laughs> that was it. That was the best experience. Were you disciplined? Like, did you get addicted to it? Um, yeah, I think I, I think I was. Uh, in fact, I know I was, especially when I was a little bit older than uh, what I was just saying. Um, I was playing a lot of StarCraft because I'm Korean uh. and anyone who knows what StarCraft is just immediately knows like that's that was Korea's pastime for a long time. And so I was playing this game a lot to the point where my parents were so concerned about my grades jazz that they would they would hide the monitor or, or they would just take it with them to work because um, they didn't <laughs> they didn't trust that I would get my homework done if if I was just playing StarCraft all day. So they, oh. they took the monitor with them, the whole monitor. Yeah, yeah, the whole monitor because you know we had the PC set up at home. It was in my room, uh, which was probably a mistake. But uh, I'll admit there were a couple of assignments that I didn't always finish on time because I was too busy fending off uh, alien species. That's great, Stephen. What about you? Uh, what was your uh, sort of uh, console of choice growing up? Uh, well, it started off with the uh, Super Nintendo, then to the N sixty four. Most of the time, I'm a PlayStation guy, so I went from PlayStation one, two, three, four, and now five. Oh wow! And you're still. And how often do you play now? Um, definitely not as much as I wanted to. Uh, I definitely played a lot before, but you know, being an adult sucks. So I try to like a once in a week gaming session is a rare opportunity for me. And I like to take advantage of that. Wow. And what's your favorite game now? Uh, I'm currently playing Gotham Knights. What is that? Is it just that a came Batman out, game? It is a Batman game. It's where Batman's dead. So uh, that just came out recently, and I'm just it's having spoiler. a spoiler. <laughs> it's it's the it's the marketing pitch, John. So I'm spoiling nothing. All right, there we go. Ryan, what about you? What did you start with? Uh, PlayStation One for me. I got it for my fifth birthday, and I got to be honest, that's all I did as a kid. Really? <laughs> was <laughs> was there? I played outside too, but mostly what I did was play with PlayStation. And but did your parents have any time limit or anything like that? No, none. No, 
You turned out okay. Well adjusted. Uh, hey, I, I'm here. I'm here. I'm sitting right across from you. I'm here. He's a professional. Of course, he's all right. So I have an what, adult job. What was your uh, What was your game of choice? Uh, so back then, it was kind of a variety of everything. Mostly the sports games. I was big into FIFA, big into NHL, Madden, yeah. NBA, whatever it was. Uh, also, a little bit of Spiral the Dragon, a little bit of Crash Bandicoot, some of the classics. Oh, yeah. I went from yeah. PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 3. Yeah. And then, for whatever reason, I got an Xbox One, and that's what I'm at right now. Were, you, were you addicted? Yeah. yeah. Hands down. <laughs> so, what, but, I mean, you know, Jazz, you, 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 you say addiction, but... I will say there's been studies done that suggest that playing video games can be beneficial for kids at a younger age because it helps uh, to train their memory, their mm-hmm. hand-eye coordination. Hand-eye coordination, that's the big one. Exactly. <laughs> so th- there's even like a push to get esports added into the Summer Olympics. Whether or not that'll ever happen, that's a different debate. But, you know, there's lots of money in the whole esports scene as well. So if I, if I might, like, one day I'll be a parent, I'm sure. I wouldn't mind if my kids wanted to start playing video games. And if they could do that for a living, all the better. Well, the problem I have is I just find because um, my son plays it and his cousins play it, and I, I love the fact that you know they can be in different locations and they can speak to e- to each other through the uh, through the uh, speakers and everything. It's wonderful that way, but I just find they get so immersed in it, so pulled in uh, that it uh, I worry a little bit about it. And it's so good that 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 online world is so just it's encapsulating and it pulls you in. And if you think about from video games, think of Meta now and Facebook that they want to have this online world uh, that they want to attract people to and, and do their business in and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I And I didn't play a lot growing up. I liked video games, but it wasn't a big thing for me. And I, I'm mm-hmm. still not a big video game guy, but I know it's a multi, multi-billion dollar industry, bigger than the movie industry now and uh, getting bigger still. And it drives so much movie, movie content as well. But I do worry <laughs> that the, um, that the, 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 uh, the, the game itself, the games that these kids play uh, are stressful. They get so immersed in it. And that's what uh, our next segment's all about. Uh, Fenton Costello uh, is part of a team uh, where they tested young kids to find out which game was the most stress- stressful computer and console game on the market. That's next on the Jazz Joe Hall Show.